Welcome to Conversations on Life, Work, and Love, hosted by coaches Bonnie Blackstone and Ramey Gibbs. Our focus is to give voices to Gen X women and help them achieve a well-lived life. (laughs) Good afternoon, Ramey. How are you? All right, Miss Bonnie. How are you doing? Good. Um, I just realized I was trying to go without my glasses. So it took me, I was like, Mr. Magoo, like, where's the record button? (laughs) Does everybody remember Mr. Magoo? That's the question here. (laughs) Oh man, I'm probably dating myself. (laughs) You know what? Never mind. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So uh, my fun today actually is that I'm starting, uh, I have a colonoscopy, yay, on Wednesday. So today is the start of my clear liquid diet. So I'm trying not to chew my arm off or anything like that. So I had my broth. Woohoo! <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I did that. I guess I'm due, but was it like five or six years ago? And uh, yeah, it was a long couple days. Yeah, a long yeah, couple yeah, days. Yeah. But yeah. whatever, yeah. we do what we have to do to try to make ourselves healthy, right? Exactly. <laughs> it ain't no fun. <laughs> it ain't no fun. It ain't no fun. No. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, oh, what's yeah. new and good in your life, Ramey, besides a colonoscopy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> new and good. I don't know. You know what, though? But I'm really excited about our guest today. So why don't we okay. just jump in? Let's just jump that? right in there. Yeah. Sounds like a great way to start the conversation. <laughs> yeah. So this is our second episode of season two. And so we're really excited to have our guest today. So we kind of, like we were talking about before, we want to change our format a little bit. So we invite you to grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and sit down for a conversation today with Lisa Campos. Um, so Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank welcome, you, Welcome, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I do want to say, though, if you're driving and listening to us, don't don't grab a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Don't do that. <laughs> We do not encourage. We don't encourage anyway, that. No, drinking and driving not good. Well, welcome, Lisa. We're really happy to have you in our conversation today. Thanks, Bonnie. Thanks, Remy. Thanks for having me. I don't know. If yeah. People may not know who I am, so I guess I'll I'll introduce myself. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. So, uh, I'm Lisa. I'm a single mother of a daughter named Lola, who's now ten, and. I was born in Harlingen, raised in Harlingen. I left uh, to go to college. I went to UT Austin. And then I lived in Dallas and Houston and Austin for a period of 20 years. I was in those big, bigger cities. And then I had my daughter late in life. And, you know, with the bills rising and, you know, the cost of living in Austin was so high. And um, we were like, how are we going to do this? You know, because daycare costs as much as mortgage. And, you know, um, we gotta, we gotta figure things out. And so we decided to move back to Harlingen 10 years ago. The anniversary was actually just last week. Uh, so we moved back, um, October, uh, 20th, uh, I guess it's 2013 now, but, um, and anyway, so as soon as we got here, you know, I was already employed, um, with my job that I've had for 11 years, but, I really wanted to find a way to kind of immerse myself into the community because the last time I had lived here, I was a teenager who didn't have a car. (laughs) So I really didn't know much about Harlingen. I didn't know what, what things to do. And especially with a kid in tow, like kid friendly things, I didn't really have a clue. So I wanted to just kind of get into the community. And so we created my husband and I, he's my ex-husband now, uh, my late ex-husband now. Yeah, I was going to say um, deceased now. Yeah, <sighs> yeah got to add that adjective to it sucks. Um, but um, so we started the page um, 10 years ago. And our main idea back then, it's called Explore Harlingen, uh, was to, for people like us that had lived there and moved back, like, let's talk about high school reunions. Let's talk about football. You know, just the things that we thought were going to be important to somebody like us. Um, but it quickly evolved like that didn't last long. It was, you know, became more, you know, sharing places that we'd find um, purchases that we made at local businesses, um, you know, things we did with our daughter. Um, so it just kept changing and changing and changing. And now it's become uh, it's 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 
you know, I don't quote Ron Burgundy. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> um, you know, I have people relying on me for information all the time. Um, every weekend I put together a list of things to do. Uh, I put them in time order and I tag the host. So that's an every weekend activity that I do. I let people know about new businesses that are coming to Harlingen. Like, you know, the big one right now is Academy, you know, finding out when they're going to be done with construction. There's my cat scratching. <laughs> She's excited. I put a scratcher there. Don't stop scratching my chairs. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, like, when are they hiring? When are they going to be open? Um, you know, that sort of thing. So uh, I've become, uh, you know, the the go-to person for researching all that information, tracking it down, contacting the corporate offices of certain businesses to get that information. So um, so that's another part of it. And another part of it is small business advertising. Um, because I have a pretty good reach on Facebook, Um I have been offering some really affordable advertising for small and local businesses. And so that's another aspect of it. I'm on Instagram, TikTok now, YouTube, eh, not so much. Um, and my latest endeavor is I have a, ma a magazine. Um, and in other markets, I don't think a magazine would work um, because print media is kind of out of date. But uh, and Harlingen, it seems to be working um, because we don't have a very good paper anymore. Like it went away. It used to be here. Now it's not. And they don't really cover local news very well. Um, so it's it's we've only had one issue, but it seems to be received very well um, because I am in tune with the community. I do know what's going on. I am able to write and I love writing, um, you know, feature stories on uh, different businesses and activities. And uh, so we're offering advertising for that as well. Um, we're trying to up the distribution for November to be a thousand copies. Um, but I have to do like everything myself. So I've been like selling the ads, I've been writing the articles and then distributing the magazine. So it's a lot of work in addition to my other two full-time jobs, I think, because I feel like I have three, maybe four uh, with my daughter. <laughs> so, I would say, being a mom, that's number four yes, for sure. Or yeah. really, that's probably number one. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't forget that. That's <laughs> so important because yeah. I'm her only parent, you know, so there's there's that. But yeah, some people think, I don't know what they think, but, you know, I always have to try to correct them because they think I could just get up and go and do whatever I want at any time. And I, I honestly can't. Like, I have so many responsibilities and commitments um, that I need a babysitter to go do anything that's without my daughter. You know, I don't have anyone right. to drop off with. And, um, you know, when oh, there's the other kitten that wants to say hi, let's see. Get away, Miss Cindy. This is a baby. This is a baby. Oh, that's a pretty kitty. She's very pretty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were gone on vacation and she like grew so much already, but we miss her. We miss both kitties. <laughs> Yeah. Now that's so, the of what we, what I am right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that's quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you came home. There there's so much in this. And you know, I, I think about your story all the time. So let me let's just say this. So when I was moving to Harlingen, I stumbled across your blog, your Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And I don't even remember what the first thing I asked you. I think it was probably about brunch or breakfast or something. I don't even yeah. know. <laughs> Um, and since then, you know, we've, we had the opportunity to meet and we did some, a few projects together and we're, I'm super excited about her magazine. I'm actually even advertising in it and Yay. we'll see, I'm Yay. offered to see if we could do a, ask the coach section. We'll see if anybody submits anything, but that'll be fun if we get to do that. So, um, we'll see what happens, yes. but I've always, Lisa is, um, she's just a really genuine and nice person and she cares about her community and she's had kind of a, a rough road. And I, I look at it that way. You've had a rough road, but yet at the same time, you've been able to, um, be positive and find good <laughs> in, in your life and to make good things happen. You haven't given up and you're constantly fighting for yourself and for your daughter and for the life you want. And I don't want you to cry, but I see it's happening gonna and I, it's going to happen. It's probably going to happen and it's okay. Grab a tissue. <laughs> I should have reminded you. He said I needed a tissue. <laughs> I should have said it. Sorry. Sorry. But um, 
Yeah, Rainy but, is the new Barbara Walters to interview you and make you cry. I am good at making people cry. I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> it depends. I make you feel the feels whether you want to or not. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I have the utmost respect for you and I want you to know that. And I just, um, yeah, you, you haven't had the easiest and do you, I don't, I don't want to make you talk about all of this because I know it'll bring up a lot of emotion, but I just want to say that when you came back to Harlingen, I know you had a very different expectation of, of what life would be. Um, and you know, I, so I, I think it's worth saying this because, you know, you had 20 years away and you were in a large chunk of it, I guess, was in Austin and other big cities. And you had a whole life outside of yeah. Austin or out of Harlingen yeah. and coming home <laughs> had to be hard yeah. um, because it's a totally different life. But you came home thinking I get to be closer to my parents. I'm going to have more help with my daughter. She's, you know, newborn at this point and, yeah. and all of that fell apart. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. yeah, the husband ended up not being a good deal. And then unfortunately, both your parents passed on and it was a lot of loss in a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but look at where you're at now. <laughs> look at all the yeah. good stuff you're doing. Yeah. 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 And a lot of people don't know. I mean, they just, you know, they see the surface level on social media. They don't they don't delve harder, you know, deeper to, to know these things about me. And it's because you and I are friends with me that, you know, these things, but, um, but yeah. And I, I try not to, you know, post too much personal stuff on the blog other than it, I mean, it is a blog, right. So it has to be Mm -hmm. personal, but the real personal stuff, like I didn't even talk about my dog dying because. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I know. I know how that feels. Absolutely. Traumatized over that. And so I didn't even post about it. And I wanted to thank the vet, but I, I couldn't even do that. Um, um, so yeah, you, you really, uh, you really summed it up. Um, you know, I had total different expectation of what it was going to be like. And, and well, I did know that my parents were not going to be around for much longer. And that was the main uh, impetus for us to come back. Uh, and I wanted to touch on, you know, when my husband, when we were married to him coming back to Harlingen meant you're a failure, you know, um, mm. that, uh, you're just a loser and, uh, you know, crawling back home. And, you know, I just didn't see it that way at all. You know, I just, my family was so important to me. So, um, that's why I wanted to come And His family was here too. So it wasn't a selfish, you know, just what I wanted, but, um, but yeah, not to get too deep into the divorce, but no, he was an alcoholic, a functional alcoholic. So it was really hard to tell a lot of times. Um, and that was ultimately, um, one of the reasons why he passed away at age 51, um, cirrhosis of the liver. So, um, I, I divorced him not because I didn't love him, um, but because I wanted to protect my daughter and um just uh you know she became the new priority so uh, i just wanted to make sure that i was giving her a stable life and a secure life and um, that is why like we haven't moved <laughs> we've been in the same house she's been at the same elementary school um you know i i just wanted to give her the stability that she wasn't getting from that parent um uh, we when we got divorced he left to houston and he did not see her our daughter for six years. Yeah. So the last time he saw her, she was in diapers at age three. And then she was like nine years old. The next time he saw her. Um, so, you know, he missed a lot and, uh, you know, so sometimes I, you know, people think I spoil her, but <laughs> you know, I, it's cause she has, this is it, you know, I'm the only parent she has and she lost her grandparents that she was very close to as well. Um, and now our dog. So yeah, we're, we kind of feel like we're on an Island sometimes, you know, by ourselves. Um, uh, but, um, but yeah, we, we do our best to, to, you know, move forward and keep our heads held high and, but it has been, um, very, uh, trying time. (laughs) Actually, when my parents passed, I thought that I would move back to Austin. That was kind of the original intent was let's just come back until they pass away. And, you know, we take care of things. And I was the executor 
of their estate. And, uh, you know, let's, let's go back, you know, but of course we weren't married anymore. And then I was like, well, do I want to go back? And, um, again, that the consistency for my daughter and I mean, it's crazy cost of living now in Austin. <laughs> it's oh like, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> you know, and I just thought, why, why don't I just try to pay off this house, which is what my parents wanted. And I'm kind of close, hopefully knock on wood, um, a few years away from paying it off. And then, you know, use that money for travel. Cause I know Ramey likes to travel. That's our I thing. Like, get, get <laughs> yes. out. Get out. Yeah. Go and always, but have a nice place to come back to, you know, when we're, when we're at home. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, first of all, I, I applaud you for putting your daughter first, making her the priority. And um, I'm raising, I've adopted my grandson and, uh, you know, he had a really rough beginning. And so I feel like some might call him spoiled, <laughs> but you do tend to want to overcompensate and not, not that you can overlove, but when you put them as such a high priority, especially when they've had such a, a rough beginning. Um, it can yeah. look to the outside to people who don't understand. Right. Like spoiling. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> extra love. It's just yeah. loving, you know, a little extra love, like you said, you know, because it's not coming from multiple sources anymore. Yeah. Just, yeah. And we've, <laughs> we've learned that in all of our readings, you know, Ramey and I have, you know, try to um, unravel what it means to be traumatized and how to overcome that. And, you know, all mm -hmm. the things between the two of us, you know, dozens of books <laughs> and yeah. um, it, it's impossible to spoil them in that way. It's okay. they, they need it. They need it. Yeah. Um, and sure. we've been, we've been really um, focused on um, bereavement uh, counseling for my daughter. Um, okay. There's a great uh, children's bereavement center, the RGB here in Harlingen, and it's really close to our house. Um, so we go every week. So every other week is group counseling where she can talk to other children around her age that have also lost a parent or other relatives. Um, and then the other week uh, that rotates, uh, we have a one-on-one -on -one counseling that she gets to um, talk with her counselor there. So, um, and she's a, a grad student, I believe. So, um, uh, you know, that's part of her training too. Oh my gosh, you're going to see a cat fight. <laughs> we're having all kinds of pet animal noises. Uh, Merlin was barking. So we're having all kinds of fun here, but it's, it's all part of this. Island at my house. <laughs> no pets, no kids. Just yeah. Me this morning. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, that's, uh, that's a, a lot, Lisa. What would you say um, keeps you going aside from your daughter? Where do you pull this strength and ambition and courage from? Well, absolutely. My daughter's up there, number one. Mm -hmm. um, but also uh, my mother and I were very, very close. And um, I think about her a lot and think she talks to me a lot. Um mm -hmm like in real crazy ways. Like, um, one time I was at the chamber of commerce and I was asking for old pictures and, you know, I was trying to find some information about my mother because she used to be with the chamber. She was an ambassador. Um, like I followed in her footsteps and became an ambassador last year. Um, and we were just kind of on the hunt for things. And then out of, like on a cocktail table face down was this, like a picture of my mom. Like it just was, and it, I don't know how it got there and, and the staff didn't know either. And it was just like a picture of wow. her and, a ribbon. and it was just like the wildest thing, you know, when I was deciding, you know, do I want to do this because I already have so many things to do. Do I really need to add a volunteer, um, you know, a big chunk of my time to this, you know, ambassador endeavor. And, uh, so yeah, she's always talking to me and, um, you know, I always want to make her proud. Um, so she's the fuel for a lot of what I do is I know she can't, you know, she's not here to see it, but hopefully, you know, in heaven, <laughs> she knows what's going on and that I, you know, do everything for her to make her proud. <laughs> yeah. And I think you do. I know you make that a huge priority. 
Um, I see that in you all the time with a lot of the decisions you make. It's about your mom, you know, having events at her favorite place, her favorite restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think that's pretty cool. I would love to have had that kind of relationship with my mom and and I didn't, but, um, and I don't, I think, you know, both my parents were alcoholics. And so I know what that's like with your, with your husband. And of course my husband too. So, um, but let's, let's kind of go to something a little more positive now and let's switch to your <laughs> Facebook page then how it got started. And so explore Harlingen. Um, you truly are an influencer now, and I'm sure that was never even, in your mind when you got started with the page. <laughs> no, there wasn't such thing 10 years ago. <laughs> right. So how yeah. many followers do you have on Facebook now? I know that's still your largest platform, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 32,000. 32,000. Wow. And how many people live in Harlingen? Most of them. <laughs> oh, uh, you mean the population? Yeah. Um, is it like, I think it's like 70,000. So it's like half, I think it's close. Yeah, to it's close. It's a huge percentage for sure. Yeah. And you think um, about the people who aren't on Facebook, you know, like kids and elderly and <laughs> people who think Facebook is lame. So, <laughs> right, uh, right. That, that number. So, that's huge. And so when you first started out, you talked about a little bit, you wanted it to just be a place to find yeah. information about school games, football games and whatever. Yeah. So it's grown into kind of a, a monster, <laughs> both good and bad, right? Um <laughs> So let's, let's dig into this a little bit. You were off air talking a little bit about a troll. And so let's talk about some of the good and some of the bad that comes from, from being an influencer now and being so, and I think really you've just in the last couple of years become recognized as Lisa versus just explore Harling gym. So talk, talk about that process a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, you know, initially we were just sharing other people's pages um, we really didn't have a face to who Explore Engine was. Um, and then it, you're right. It was just the last few years that I started to recognize the value in showing my face and putting my headshot as the profile picture for Explore Engine, not just the logo Explore Engine, and, you know, kind of personalizing, um, what I did and, um, and then, you know, having that diet <laughs> with whole life wellness center mm-hmm. and, and needing to public, you know, post videos of my progress. And, you know, I think people really started to connect with me that way um, to see that I'm a real person, you know, and not just, uh, you know, somebody who's pressing share, you know, and then we stopped really sharing a lot. I don't really share that much anymore. It's mostly creative content, new content. Um, so uh, that's another difference, but uh, you know, just making everything a little bit more personalized and, uh, and I do post every single day. <laughs> so sometimes multiple times. Um, so it's, it's been, like you said, it's a monster because <laughs> it's, it's a lot. I get a lot of questions, you know, people don't, you know, I'm trying to juggle my full-time job and trying to do the blog, you know, at night and weekends, but it doesn't always work out that way. Um, and people just, you know, they'll always ask questions at night or, you know, when it's convenient for them to ask me a question and I'm expected to get back to them right away and have a disclaimer out of office message that says, please note, I do this in my spare time. I'll get to you as soon as I can, because I don't want people to think that I'm ignoring them. And that's actually kind of important to me, like something to bring up. Cause I felt like when I first moved here, it was hard to find information. And that's why we did the page. We couldn't find the information we wanted. It was all spread out. You know, certain entities would only post about their own entities, but nothing else that was community wide. Um, and then I just, and I still see a lot of entities that they don't respond to you. You know, you'll ask a yeah. question, get an answer and they, they don't reply and, or they right. don't respond. And um, so that was always really important to me to be a, somebody that people could rely on and that if they asked me a question, I would go find out, you know, and if I didn't know, I would say I didn't know, but, um, you know, give them an answer, give people respect of a response, you know? Um, so it is important to me to, to make time to do that, but it's, you know, it's just hard (laughs) to juggle it when, you know, I'm getting messages throughout the night and, you know, the weekend so I keep trying to set boundaries and they keep getting pushed. And <laughs> it's just, I was just going to say boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Yep. Yeah. yeah I <laughs> try, sure. but hard. And cause a lot of stuff I did for free and I still do a lot of stuff for free. And some people think, 
that it's my only job or that I get paid a lot of money. And, um, you know, this is still a kind of a side gig, you know, this is not, doesn't put food on the table. This is, you know, um, uh, doesn't have benefits, uh, you know, so I still need my, my real job. Um, and, uh, and there's the development on that too. So I've been talking to my boss about it. Um, he's been amazing. He knew he's known about the blog for a while, but I don't think he understood what had happened in the last couple of years and how it has grown. Um, so I talked to him recently about maybe dialing down some hours. Um, and we found out that, um, HR said full time is considered 32 hours or more. So I don't have to work 40. <laughs> and I was like, Yes, that's what I want. Um, because he was like, We well, could work 40, like 10 hour days. I'm like, I can't do that to my daughter. Like, I cannot be working for 10 hours and ignoring her. And like, I can't, I can't do that. I said, but I don't I said, let's try, you know, the 32 hours. And so maybe we'll just say Friday's my day off from work. And then that's the day I can focus on all the places that want me to visit them or try their food or you know, ask for advertisers for the magazine. Like I could really dedicate, you know, a good, I have so many things I could do in that, those eight hours that I'm not able to do right now. So we're going to try it out. Um, I have a meeting with him tomorrow. We're going to see what HR came up with in terms of my, my salary decrease, my PTO decrease, and we're going to try it for six months starting in January. And we'll see how it goes at the end of six months. If he's not happy with it or I'm not happy with it, we can always go back to how it is now. Um, so he's just been super amazing, awesome to try to negotiate this with me. So we'll see <laughs> if good. it works out. Fingers yeah. crossed. It's amazing what can happen when you ask, right? Yeah. yeah. No, until you ask, I did, I looked through the, I scoured that employee handbook. I could not find anything that said the definition of full time. So we finally had to get up and ask and it turned out, you know, and we have to figure out how to message it to the rest of my team so that they're not upset. Like, well, how does she get this, you know, this right. cool, decision, you know? Um, so we have to, we have to work on that too, to, you know, cause it's probably something that most people didn't know existed or was a possibility. So We'll yeah. Do you see. feel with what I don't, I'm not super clear on what your full-time job is and I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but is it something you can do in fewer hours or are you in a situation where you have to be online all the time and available whenever somebody needs you? Well, I'm a, so I've been working remote for the, for most of the 11 years, but I'm a proposal manager, which may basically is like a sales support position. I have salespeople throughout the United States, Canada, um, and I help them with their contract documents. They're called statements of work okay. and set up a virtual call, walk them through all the different team members, make sure, you know, we identify risks. We look at the gross profit, uh, identify any assumptions or dependencies, make sure all that language is in the document. So I, it's a deadline driven, um, job. Uh, so that's going to be a little challenging and, you know, getting all it done in four days versus five, because it just depends on the day, like when things are due. Um, the issue has been that I was being groomed for a senior position. Um, so I had to tell my boss that I was pulling back from that. And, um, so I was doing more, you know, higher level, like, Hey, let's talk about templates. Okay. Let's work with these teams to get the right templates together for the rest of the team to use. And I'm gonna have to step back from that. So that's one of the things my boss and I need to discuss is, you know, how much of that do I keep or do I need to pass on to somebody else? So yeah. that's the. Okay. And so now with the, the, the blog and in the magazine, so you started, I think just what, two, three years ago, you actually started taking money. I don't know how long has it been now for forever. Uh, it was free. I mean, yeah, it's been free for a long time. Um, I want to say it's been a little longer than two years, but nobody really used the advertising. Like, you know, I offered it, but people were still upset that I, you know, was going to charge them and people are, you know, to this day are still upset. <laughs> like, they'll find a reason to be upset, but it's like, it's a business. Like, would you do something for free for 10 years? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Right. Well, based on the amount of work that goes into it. No, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it works. You know, it's successful. It helps businesses. Like one of my favorite success stories is J&R Snack Bar, um, Jesse and Ruben. And the, they advertise with me consistently for, you know, several months. 
And now they don't need to advertise with me. Like that's the goal. Like I'm not trying to get people's money. I just want people to get to know who they are and try their product. And then at that point, it's on them, you know, that they're going to keep those customers, you know, but I'm helping them get them in the door, but right. I know the product, I know people are going to be happy with it. And it's just a matter of them finding out about it. And um, because of the reach on Facebook, I'm able to, you know, let some you know people know about some of these smaller businesses that they may not have known about. So I love that. I love them. They're, they're super nice guys. And, you know, I'm just happy that it worked for them and that they don't need to advertise anymore. And that's, that's what I'm saying. I, it doesn't, I'm not, I've never been about the money. It's just about my time. Like I just don't have the time to do everything that I want to do. Um, so to take the time to put a post together for a business, you know, just I'm charging so little. Uh, I changed are. the last time you heard, heard them ring me, but um, because of the magazine, because now that my time is even more limited. So it's like, okay, I need, I need to charge a little extra when I have to create something. If you're giving me the ad to post for you, then that's cheaper. So um, then it a different like fixed fee kind of situation. So and some people are responding to it and others aren't. And that's fine. If they say no, that's okay. It's I'm not, it's not going to hurt my feelings. I, I really just have so much going on that I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure that, you know, um, I don't know, I'm helping the people that I can. Uh, there's still a lot that I do, like I said, for free that um, I don't charge anybody for, you know, all the hours every day and every weekend, you know, that I spend on the blog. Nobody pays me for that. So yeah. Do you enjoy it? I still do. Yeah. Still love <laughs> it? Okay. It's a rough day because of the troll, but uh, no, I, I do. I love it. I mean, I have the passion for it. Um, and I think that that shows, and I think people respond well to that. Um, but no, I, I always, I always love it. And I, um, you know, I'm not, I, you know, the thing, the reason why it's called Explore Hollingen is to get people to go out and try something that they may not have tried before, go to a new event or, you know, just kind of break yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, because a lot of us, and I'm guilty of it too, you know, we have our ruts, you know, my daughter is like Chick-fil-A every day, all day, you know, and I'm like, okay, let's try something else. You know, <laughs> we know Chick-fil-A is great and we love them and they love us, but let's go somewhere else. Um, so you know, that's, that's what I'm trying to get people to see is there's so much to offer that, um, you know, if they just try a little harder that they'll, they'll find something and they might really, really like it. So, yeah. Yeah. I loved your post on uh was it backyard barbecue? <laughs> Cause I drove uh, past that place all the time and never yeah. went. And then I was, I didn't, I couldn't tell it was open or not. Right. And we went in there and, oh my God, it was amazing. It's the best so, barbecue in town, I think yeah. at this point. So <laughs> I think though, I mean, this, the servings are gigantic and everything just tastes good. And yeah, I mean, it's just, and that one, like, see, and that one, no one paid me for that and they didn't pay for my meal either. And so a lot of people assume, oh, you get everything for free or that's what the troll was saying, you know, that I only want freebies and things like that. It's like, no, I honestly I've heard about this place. I hadn't been, and uh, I've been trying to go. Um, I have a list of places that want me to come see them, and I just could never make the time to do it. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna make a make a plan. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do a nice write up for them, and um, and then you know they were they were so happy, you know, and and that's that's the name of the game is helping a small business and getting some new customers and, you know, hopefully those customers stick around and they're able, they're able to stick around because I've seen a lot of businesses close in the last 10 years yeah. and it's always sad yeah. when a business yeah. makes So, and, you know, you think about other forms of advertising, it's like, what options do they have? You know, it's like television advertising, nobody can afford and billboard advertising, nobody can afford. And then the newspaper ads were really expensive too. So, well, and nobody reads the newspaper anymore. So there, yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. no yellow pages anymore. It's <laughs> no. You know, no business cards. It really right. is Facebook, yeah, Instagram, all right. social media. Yeah. Social right. media. It just yeah, took so people a while to get in on that. Like they just were so offended at first. And some people still are. It's you charge. It's like, well, you know, it's not for nothing. Like you'll get your money back. Like, <laughs> like yeah. Is do you right. think it's because it's on the platform it's on? I mean, Facebook is free for right all of well, us. That unless but, you're, yeah. But Facebook yeah. charges for ads, and they don't yeah. do. They don't read for typos. They don't fix your mistakes. Um, 
And they don't even direct it where it's supposed to go half the time. (laughs) Yeah. I had this one person who had a phlebotomy school and she was, um, had done some Facebook ads and she sent me the the text for it to use an, an ad for on my page. And the link to sign up was dead. Like it didn't even work. Mm. And I'm like, girl, did you know that this link didn't work? She's like, oh my God, I had it on, you know, paid Facebook for this for, you know, two months or whatever. And, you know, she never realized that she had just wasted that money, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot to be said for the human element. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know it's the AI talk and everything. I'm like, <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. So speaking of the human element and you brought up your, um, troll experience and we won't make you dig into that too much but let's talk a little bit about that what it's like to be um a public figure an influencer putting your face out there and the uh negative that can come from it well you know i haven't had i've been i'm gonna knock on some wood because i i've been really lucky that i haven't had too much drama um over the past 10 years um but, you know, there is always the risk of that. And, um, you know, so if anybody wanted to be in that kind of position, you know, you do need to have thick skin and I obviously do not. <laughs> so that is why I've taken this so personally. <laughs> well, she was very personal in her attack on me, but, um, and yeah, just so people know, I mean, uh, they'll probably see it, um, on Facebook, but, um, all of this, interaction is based on a almost, I think it's at least eight years old review that I I put on her business. Um, and you know, that was a really long time ago. Um, but I documented everything very clearly in that review and there were multiple attempts to have a good experience there that just weren't working out for one reason or another. Um, and so I don't know if she just found the review or like why all of a sudden this is a big deal, but, um, she got really upset with me and, you know, was just giving me all sorts of, uh, grief on, you know, who I am. And although she doesn't know me, <laughs> she thought that I blocked her, even though she had my name wrong and things like that. So it just a lot of personal attacks. Um, so yeah, it's not pleasant. And, uh, I've made the mistake of posting on my personal page about it, thinking that I was amongst my friends because I have a very small friends list. You know, when you have 32,000 followers, you don't want 32,000 friends. Like, so my friends list is about hundred. And these are people that I know personally. uh, And I think that are have my back, but apparently somebody on my friends list sent screenshots to her. And so it just got ugly, ugly, ugly. And so I'm trying to, you know, get out of it, but people keep sending me more screenshots of what she's saying. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear anymore, but um, I've already muted the notifications, but uh, I said my piece and, you know, uh, cause she was wishing me bad karma and that I'm going to, oh, wow. you know, Grief. I need to be taken down. And, you know, um, she said that I'll be gone, you know, soon mark her words and things like that. And, you know, the funny thing is like, I don't want to do this forever. Like that is not um, my goal. Uh, You know, like I said, I I don't need to be doing it. Um, I have a job. I have, uh, you know, good income. I don't need to be uh, doing the blog. So I always felt like if I were to stop, it would be on my terms. However, I am not that bold as to say, hey, I could be irrelevant in a couple of months. You know, there's always going to be somebody else trying to do the same thing. And and maybe they like that person better and and that's okay. It's, it's, to me, it's not a competition and of everything I've been trying to fill a void where other entities entities I feel have dropped the ball. And I think they have seen what I have done and they take inspiration from it, whether they credit to me or not, but it helps them do their jobs better. Um, so that's, you know, that likes makes me feel fulfilled that, you know, even if I were to say tomorrow, I'm not doing this anymore, I would feel proud that I helped so many other businesses and organizations do their jobs better because that was what was missing 10 years ago that, and that's why I had to fill that void. So, um, yeah, you know, the trolls suck, but you just have to, um, keep your chin up and, uh, you know, I know that I've helped hundreds of businesses, uh, around Harlingen and, 
I help a lot of community people know things that they would never find out otherwise, or they would find out five months later or, you know, um, so I know that I'm doing a good job and there are always going to be people who are the haters and, you know, just want to bring you down and, um, you know, that's, you just have to roll with it. Um, that's kind of why I'm shy on TikTok because I'm just like, I don't really, that seems like a whole new bag of worms. <laughs> like, I don't really want to get, uh, you know, weirdos on there or tacked on there or anything. But um, yeah, it, I've been really lucky that I've not had too much drama. Um, but today is definitely one of those uh, odd days. So yeah, well, wow. you, you had an, you had another weird one and I don't even know the whole story because I think I mm-hmm. heard about it later, but Oh, the political. political. You tried to go yeah. political and bad things yeah. happen. I missed all cool. of it somehow. <laughs> well, no, see, yeah, that's so I didn't. Okay. My, let me, let me rephrase. Yeah, tell so, the story. <laughs> uh, well, the advertising. So I had always, I've never aggressively, like I said, maybe that day off that I have in January, I'll go ask for people for advertising, but I don't ever really go to somebody and say, do you want to advertise with me? It's them asking me, Hey, can you post this for me? And I, if it's an upcoming or new business, I do not charge. If it's an established business, then I do charge. Um, so, cause I know new businesses don't have marketing budget. They're barely trying to, you know, get open. You know, there's a lot of expenses with that. So I never charge a new business, upcoming business. So I had never had a politician ask me, Hey, could you post for me before? This was a couple of years ago. And so I didn't know what to say. I was like, well, I guess, you know, like I didn't see any harm in it. And it was just like a local election um, commissioner. And then the one was for, I think, county commissioners, the city commissioner, and then a county commissioner. There's like three different people that ended up asking me to do ads for them. And I started having to say, this isn't not, you know, my political affiliation or whatever, like just some sort of disclaimer, you know, cause I had never done it before. I didn't really know what to do. And until I started getting kind of like people were getting some negative backlash, they didn't like seeing ads on my Facebook um, or that I should have contacted the other candidates or, you know, it's like, well, but I don't do that. I don't reach out like people come to me. So, so the, what, it, what got it really going was um, the, uh, the position was uh, with, Vicente Gonzalez, right? Is that his last name? <laughs> and Myra Flores, yeah. uh, Congress, right? Uh, so that was the one that got people really angry. And um, because Myra had paid for, Miss Flores paid for a series of four ads. She paid $15 an ad, uh, bargain basement prices. <laughs> and, uh, wow. and got yeah. me destroyed. Because <laughs> <laughs> people were so angry that I posted for Myra and, you know, I don't really like to talk politics, um, but I, I, I didn't vote for her, but I mean, you know, people just assumed that I did or that I wanted them to. And, um, you know, they just took it and ran with it and just, you know, attack, attack, attack. And, you know, um, again, it was like right before I was going to go on vacation and I was like all depressed (laughs) and I was like, okay, well I'll make a video to plead my case. And and if y'all, if I lose all my followers, when I get back from vacation, oh, well, you know, so be it. And so, you know, I just told them the truth. Like, look, I didn't know that there was going to be any backlash on that. And she's not, you know, I didn't go into that detail of saying she's not even my candidate, but you know, they just, um, at that point, um, I had advice to, you know, oh, you have to charge them more. And, you know, depending on what kind of election, I was like, no, I just don't want to charge. I just don't want to be in it at all. Yeah. 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 So after that, I was like, hey, no more political ads for any reason, for any office, for anything. So that was the way I got out of it. And, and I did lose some followers. Um, But, you know, you're going to, you know, that's just part of the game. You know, you're going to have good days and bad days. Um, But I've been really, really blessed to have a pretty good momentum the last couple of years. So things like that can happen and I can still survive it at the end of it. Absolutely. Well, you have to remain true to yourself, you know, your authenticity and what's important to you. And you can't please everybody. No, right. Correct. You can't, yeah. you can't try. You end up in tears. You end up frustrated. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, you do have, like you said, a thick skin. Um, I do massage therapy as well. And um, I know that well, recently, um, it wasn't um, a review like, oh, Bonnie's massage sucked or anything. It was just like, um, 
I think it was like uh, on the uh, scheduling app, you could rate your service and it was like two out of 10. And um, so the owner reached out and she's like, do you remember that? And I'm like, yeah, nothing. I don't know. I mean, to be truthful, it could have been her entire experience. Right. Not just the massage. Not, but it was like, oh my God, it threw me into such a tailspin. I started down the rabbit hole that maybe your person today did the same thing. Like maybe she was like digging. Maybe she had a different, she's probably harassing somebody else also. Yeah. Anyway, so I felt better. I'm like, oh, oh, the other ones are really good. So, but it's still, it's like, what did I do? Oh my ah. God, so stupid. I'm not going to. Yeah, Be a I was person for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, you have to try to step back and put in perspective. And a lot of people have told me that she does like to argue with people, and you yeah. know, yeah. Kind of hurt. <laughs> so it's like, well, okay, you know, but she's just sucks. antagonistic. Yeah, it's like that's no fun. Yeah, and I just the whole thing being based on something that's so old. I'm like, I don't understand why. Like, why are we fighting about this? Like, it's wanted me to yeah, take it. That's just silly. And then she said, um, "No, you eight years it. ago, it's like what? Yeah, I know. She, eight years. Wow. And then she says, "No, don't take it down because I'm able to see how stupid you look." I'm like, okay, I'm the one who looks stupid. <laughs> You're saying all these horrible things. Uh, yeah, trust me. She's probably got about three or four buddies out there. They're like, yeah, you tell her sister. The rest yeah. are like, what the, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so this segues a little bit into, um, without getting too detailed, we had um, a guest three or four episodes ago whose ex-husband decided to harass Ramy via email. Uh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> two things, go away, you whack job. Um, yeah. And another. I don't think you could say that. We, we so enjoyed our interview with her and got so much out of it. And I just feel really protective. So well, we both any- went into protective mode. So yeah, like-, like mama bear, you leave our girl alone. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, anyone who's, who's listening and as you come on and share your stories with Ramy and I and our audience, we're going to protect you. We believe you, your story has value and, um, haters gonna hate and we're gonna protect so I just wanted to say that (laughs) we fight back (laughs) yeah no us us girls stick together yeah that was one of the other things that I didn't support women and you know fake women empowerment so okay (laughs) I know that's not true and just because you're a woman doesn't mean that everything about you is going to be perfect you know and I think you know, business is business. And then that's the thing that woman needs to keep in mind. If her business isn't rocking and rolling, she needs to fix her shit and stop attacking you because attacking you isn't going to do anything. No, right. No. It doesn't make her business better. It doesn't make her better. Yeah. Whatever. So- <laughs> we were talking, maybe it was before we, we pressed record, but it's like, you know, being older and like, I just feel like some things are different nowadays. Like, the professionalism so many things oh everything's different like, so come on <laughs> yeah i'm just trying it's... to be civil and professional and i'm just getting all these like below the belt attacks and i'm like really like i just it just it's hurtful and it's sad that people use the internet as this you know shield of like i can say whatever i want to say and you yeah can't, can't do anything yeah. about it yeah well, so- the bullying is, is insane. It's insane. So as a coach, Lisa, here's what I would encourage you to do. Just say no. Okay. Just say no. I mean, seriously, when people are stupid, just say no. No, yeah. I'm not going to engage in this. No, right. I'm not. Just no. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's so because... tempting to want to be heard and yeah. have yeah. your story val- validated, your stance validated. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a waste of energy and you're a busy lady. Yeah. But yeah. I'll- like I it's, see all these messages coming through while we're talking. I'm just like, oh gosh, people just stop telling me. I don't need to know. Well, that's like, it. Just say no. Just stop. Say don't engage. Yeah. Just say no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'll just uh, you know, learn a lesson here and um yeah. try to but yeah, yeah, that's it. Learn lessons I, learned. Life's you know the, that's what life's about. <laughs> yeah, the whole that whole thing, you know, I've learned, you know, Harlingen is a very small town. You know, it you can't can be burning bridges you can't be pissing people off and 
you know, that's always been one of my things. Like if I've been asked to, you know, if, if I go to a place and they, they want me to put, put a nice post together for them, but I don't really have anything nice to say then I will tell them gently that I don't really have anything nice to say and I won't post for them. Yeah. Um, and you know, there are some advertisers on there that get a lot of grief. Sometimes people say bad things about their food or whatever. And it's like, I still endorse them. Like I have eaten there. Like I like that place, you know, and, and may not be for everyone, but you know, it's just, um, I just have to put it all, you know, there's just the, like you said earlier, Bonnie, you can't make everybody happy. And you can't. Um, it's just, it's just, a, a yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to take it personally and, you know, feel yeah. sensitive about it sometimes, but yeah. I think that's where you said the thick skin and, and just, don't and when it gets bad just don't engage because all you're doing is adding fuel to the fire so just I, don't and that's yeah. what she's looking for she's looking for a yeah. fight it's yeah. so yeah. crazy i when when you don't operate on that level it's just so mind-boggling right it really is because she used some phrase that you know i don't even know turn up or something like and one of my younger friends had to like explain that she wants to- she must be young yeah. <laughs> 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 parking lot <laughs> like what? Well, wow okay she wants a fight a literal fight okay. like, um, yeah. honey I'm old and I've been through some shit you wouldn't even dream of so bring it on what is that line in fried green tomatoes where Kathy Bates pulls into the parking lot and she's like I'm older and I have better insurance or something like that oh, <laughs> like, oh I, I remember this yeah, yeah. With the car yeah 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 yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Lisa, as we wrap this up, so you've got the magazine, you've got it just started. What is next for you? And what are your, tell us a little bit about your hopes and dreams for the future. No more trolls, <laughs> right? <laughs> Less trolls. Um, yeah. I mean, the magazine was a big, big dream, uh, a really big goal. And I guess I just want to make sure it's successful. You know, we're still in the infant stages of it and um, you know, each month I'm getting some advertisers that say they don't want to continue and I have to go find new advertisers. And, um, I would love for it to be a little bit more seamless and I don't have to keep working so hard every month. <laughs> um, yeah, I did hire a contractor to write an article for the November issue and he did a really good job. So, um, I might be asking him to do some more articles for me, um, for the next couple of issues, but, um, yeah, I just, I'm, my main focus right now is the magazine. Uh, I just want it to be, uh, I've been, I was trying to get in with the airport. Um, there's several different hoops you have to jump through to get a physical magazine at an airport luggage, baggage claim area. Um, it was going to be really, really expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, the digital signage, and that was very expensive too. Um, and I just don't have the profit to be able to spend on um, these things yet. So, you know, maybe in the future, it would be nice to have um, something on the digital screen, you know, pointing people to my website or Facebook to help them because I feel like visitors, you know, we have, whenever you fly anywhere, you know, you, you fly somewhere and you're like, now what am I going to do? You know, you're like, yeah. you're like, Google, whatever you're trying to find places to, to go. And I feel like I'm almost better than Google at times, you know, because some of that, oh, yeah, you did, you There's know, so Nobody has that. websites around here. So <laughs> right. yes. I have my website and I'm just like trying to get people come to the website. Trust me, it's good, you know, but nobody comes. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, I think my main focus right now is the magazine. Um, like I said earlier, I don't plan on doing this forever. I, um, you know, don't want to disappoint anybody, but I have a deadline in my head of when I'm going to stop Explore Engine. And I don't think I'll be wanting to transition it to anyone. I think it'll just go with me when I go. But um, my timeline is uh, when my daughter graduates high school. That's what I thought it was. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got four years. <laughs> if I last that long, <laughs> we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, so when she's off to college, I will be close by. <laughs> I won't be, you know, like bad moms, you know, living next door or whatever, but I'll be close. <laughs> <laughs> she may not like that of course now she thinks it's a great idea but you know in a few more years she fine but um but yeah I, I feel like like you said Bonnie the authenticity like I, there's I cannot give it to somebody else because it's just not going to be the same yeah right. I, it's you well and you tried that and it wasn't yeah. the same yes yeah. I 
have to try that one time. I, um, during COVID, um, I took a few months off and, uh, because I had gotten COVID and it was the early, you know, are you going to die, you know, stage that you yeah. don't know. And, uh, I was really scared and uh, as a single mother, no one to take care of me and no one to take care of my daughter and having to quarantine and was like impossible. Um, and uh, having to also, well, during the summer, I didn't have to be her teacher, but then that fall I had to be, you know, stayed home, you know, also a teacher in addition to all the things I was doing. Um, so, and then my mom was dying. So I t finally said, something's got to give, took a break for a few months. And I had a friend of mine, uh, you know, he did a good job. Uh, I'm not going to complain about that, but uh, he did kind of raise my advertising prices so that he could, you know, make a little extra. Uh, and when I found out about that, that's when I was like, no, I need to come back. You know, I need to fix that because uh, that's not right. So um, yeah, but ever since then, and that was January, 2021, I feel like it's just been on an upward trajectory and things have been going really, really well. So um, hopefully they will continue to, to be well. And if, like I said, if it's my time to go, I'll hand, you know, hand over the reins to somebody else that, you know, it, it won't hurt me, you know, like it's all just because of my love for my hometown. And, um, my mom used to call it little H, you know, how Houston's the big H. And, uh, so I always think about that. Like I have a passion and love for little H my hometown, and I want it to be a place that my daughter enjoys living and growing up in. Um, and, yeah, I just, uh, that's just kind of how I, I feel, you know, when, when it's, when it's my time, I'll, I'll just, you know, give it up, uh, graciously <laughs> because it's just like, I, like you said, Rami, I never planned on being an influencer. That was never one of my goals. Um, yeah. I never even thought of it as a possibility, but, um, but it's been nice. I, I, everyone's been really nice to me. You asked earlier, Bonnie, I don't think I answered you, but when people see me in, in town, they're usually scared to say anything. And then they'll tell me later, Oh, Hey, I saw you. <laughs> so why did you say that? <laughs> like I wanted to give out keychains at Jersey Mike's and like, nobody came up, like one dude came up to me and he was like, my wife asked me to come get a keychain. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, gosh. I wonder what that's about. <laughs> You're so scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh she knows like, everything. Because I'm like, just say hi to me. I'm like, and then I get like the the young guys that you know supposedly want to date me, and it's like, you know how old I am, right? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, <really old>. guys <laughs> are guys whole, are tenacious. That's a whole yeah. other conversation with you, Lisa. The dating mm -hmm. world, being a mom and the small town, and oh my goodness! But we may have to have you back uh, on just to talk about that. Trying to I, date with a child at and you're you're fifty now, right? Pretty fifty one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, an episode, except I just tell you, I just don't do it. <laughs> like, I just, right. I the end. <laughs> like, I don't awesome. blame you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be really All short. Right. <laughs> Who's got the time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she well, has no time, obviously. So. <laughs> no. But it's, it's been know, such a pleasure talking to you. I interrupted you. Go right ahead. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Uh, I do, I do miss companionship. I really wish I had somebody mm -hmm. to, to share things with, but I mean, I don't, I, when I've been told that I'm a role model for single moms, that really makes me feel good. Um, because you know, we have our own house, we have our, our crazy pets. Um, you know, we, we have a good life, you know, and, and it's, yeah. and I just, I do my best to, to make a good life for my daughter. And, um, I, I mean, that's all. I don't know. I just feel like that's all I can, can do right now is just do my best and, and, yeah. and help. I don't know. It's, it's pretty, just pretty amazing legacy. It really is. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for jumping on and sharing your story with us. It was really, really a pleasure. <laughs> thank you. And sorry for all the tears. I need oh, to go. Wow. Never <laughs> apologize. Never apologize. Nope. Yep. That's all part of it. Yeah. yeah. The new Barbara Walters, Remy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. All right. <laughs> Listeners, if you want to be a part of our show, please email us at conversations at life conversations on life, work and love at gmail.com. And uh, like we said, we want to hear your story. So jump on and share until next week. We'll talk to you soon. 
Bye. Join us every Thursday for more conversations on life, work, and love. And when you're ready to find your own voice and your own path towards a well-lived life, we'd love to be your coaches. Reach out to us through our websites. You'll find me, Ramey, at renovatedrealities.com. And you'll find me, Bonnie, at bonnieblackstone.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to review, rate, and follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.